And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming at you live here on america's big dog radio program the really real deal as we listen to a little bit of a very very beautiful rendition uh there of the battle hymn of the republic welcome to the program folks and uh you know mrs hatchet and i went to see uh dinesh d'souza's latest movie death of a nation and uh that that particular, I, I wish I could remember the lady's name, but we, you know we pulled her up on the internet through the movie, and um, I think she's with uh, the Nashville Choir. Anyway, uh, beautiful rendition of a beautiful, a uh, beautiful song, and uh, you know hopefully uh, throughout today's program uh, we've got two hours of um, you know bringing out the, uh, the 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 vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored and 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 God's lightning you know hopefully you know a little bit of lightning will strike uh, a lot to talk about of course and um, you know I, I there's no way I would just sit here and you know talk about baseball football basketball you know which rapper got in a fight with which I mean all that is the type of stuff that occupies so many people's minds and, uh, you know, we, we're really, we, we're literally engaged in a battle for the soul of this nation. And I'm going to tell you the truth, folks, we're, it's bigger than that. We are engaged in a battle. Donald Trump was absolutely right when he went over to Europe and he gave a speech. And this has been several months ago when he gave this speech. But uh, Donald Trump said the Christian West is in a battle for survival. And he wondered out loud, do we have the onions? And not, not my word, not his. Do we have the onions to wage this war and win this war? And, I mean, all, all the news, you look at all the news, September 11th coming up Tuesday, okay? So we're going to talk about uh, the really real deal of September 11th, okay? The really real deal. It, it's deep and it's long, folks. And, you know, in, in a sense, it's good you're hearing it uh, a few days prior to September 11th. 
But if you, because if you hang in here and listen to what the Lord has given me to share with you, and then on September 11th, see if you hear any of this on any of your uh, three regular uh, news channels. See if you hear of any of this on any cable news channel. See if Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity talk about it, okay? I'm going to give you the answer. No, 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 and no. They're not, okay? They're going to give you our, you know, the latest uh, incarnation of this Muslim war against the Christian West. But this is, this, is, uh, this is nothing new, folks. Okay, it's nothing new. And the coalition of evil, as I've been saying for years, and, and as a matter of fact, for many how, many, how many years, I mean, I think it was seven or eight years ago, I did a six-week television series titled America's Next Great Crisis. Okay, six weeks, one hour per week, a six-week television series, and predicted a lot of this, okay? And I and I didn't predict it because I'm a genius. I'm not. I'm a listener, okay? I've been blessed, and it's, and it's such an honor. I've been really, really blessed. God has put me in the path of many people who truly are scholars, okay? And I benefit from their scholarship. I absorb it like a sponge, and then I stand behind this microphone, and I give it to you. Or in the case of that television series, I stand behind the TV camera and I give it to you. Okay. And so this, this is nothing new. And you you have all these people, all this never, never been anything like this before. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I heard some nitwit stand behind a microphone and say, this is unprecedented, you know, and God's holy word says what? There is no new thing under the sun. Okay, so what am I to believe? The expert on Fox News, the expert on CNN, the expert on MSNBC, or am I to believe the Bible? The Bible says there is no new thing under the sun. So if there is no new thing and you got some joker telling you this is unprecedented, somebody's wrong. And so, you know, other things, and again, it's all interconnected, okay, September 11th, the uh, the 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 horrific lies and attack on President Trump. And remember now, remember, think about yourself. Think about, and I don't mean this in a narcissistic way, okay? But do some self analysis. Ask yourself, which camp do you really and truly belong in? Okay, you because you only have these two camps. You've always only had two. You have one camp that says God's way is right. You have another camp that says man's way is right. You have a nation called the United States of America, founded on the principle of freedom, that says our freedom and our rights are gifts from God and that the founding fathers, you know, Jefferson, Washington, Madison, you know, all these guys, they, they, were, they were humble men. They were great men, but they were humble men. And they were humble because they stood before God and they had an understanding that it is only God that can grant rights and freedom, only God. And so what they wrote in the Declaration of Independence that is that the purpose of government, unlike, you know, people like this Ocasio chick, this, this, the latest little young 27-year-old coffee barista wannabe congresswoman who unfortunately will probably get elected, okay? Will probably get elected. But unlike these people, 
okay? Stalin, Mao, Castro, you, you know the typical Obama. You just go right on down the list. Hillary, Bill, just go right, go right on down the list. The typical people, you know, the Ku Klux Klan, the old Southern Democrats. What do all these people have in common? Um, um, Hitler, Mussolini, Hirohito, what they have in common is that they do not believe that statement that the founding fathers had the humility to put into our Declaration of Independence, that the purpose of government is to secure our rights, rights that we already have, to defend our rights. The purpose of government is not to determine what your rights are. It's not to expand your rights. It's not to limit your rights. It's not to tell you that, oh, you're too unintelligent to handle these rights because, after all, you're deplorable, okay? You're a bitter clinger, okay? You're full of antipathy, okay? You're irredeemable. As a matter of fact, you even smell, okay? And, the, and these are all things that are said by these people, and they're on, they're on tape. You can, you can Google it, and you can see these people say these things, okay? You can see it for yourself. And so, and then you, so, and a good portion of you, you turn around and you vote for people that say, you stink, okay? I, when I go into a, a Walmart, it smells like Trump people in here. And this is from people that supposedly are the party of the poor. They're the party of keeping you poor. Never forget that. Never forget that. And as for being a coalition of evil, and I, I made the statement, I'm going to back the statement up, that the September 11th attacks, they're connected with the Democrat Party and, and this coalition of evil. Because, again, what do all these ideologies, uh, what do they have in common? These different types of organizations, these leaders, the Klan, okay, um, the Nazi Party, the Communist Party, the, um, the uh, Mussolini's uh, fascists, Okay, what are, what do they all have in, in 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 common? The Ku Klux Klan, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. What what do they have in common? They have in common that they are going to use the they're going to get control of the levers of governmental power and use that power to bring you the citizen, you the taxpayer, you the voter. They're going to bring you under their thumb and bend your will to their will. They, they, this, is, this is what they do. They don't, they don't do what a, uh, see, a Republican, at the root word of a Republican is a republic. The root word of a Democrat is a democracy. A democracy is 50% plus one gets to tell the 49% what to do, period. And if you are unfortunate enough to be in the 49%, that's just tough, okay? And so democracies always self-destruct because the 51%, they're going to begin to vote for things to benefit themselves at the expense of the 49%. It's a guaranteed recipe for civil war and the dissension and just, just the destruction of a civilization. Guaranteed. It happens time after time after time. And so... The Founding Fathers knew this by studying history, and so they developed a republic, a representative uh, with a, a representative government with uh, a democratic component, 
okay? You have the right to vote, but you don't have the right to dominate the minority. And these people lie through their teeth and they say, oh, we Democrats, we're the party of the minorities, and uh, you Republicans, you're the party of the elite rich people. And you just do do your own research. I mean, 10 years I've been standing behind this microphone telling people what? Do your own research, okay? And I say these things. I give the phone number out. We do not screen calls. And in 10 years, I can count on one hand the times I've been challenged, okay? And never challenged effectively, okay? Used to get death threats saying this, okay? Fortunately, we don't get too many of them now. I mean, folks know they, they if you know, they come up in here. The phone, matter of fact, I'll give the number now, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And, uh, and so folks, I think, have learned that, hey, we can call up, we can challenge the hatchet man, but we better pack our lunch. And like I've been saying for years, I don't mean celery and tofu. I mean a thick burger, okay? Because if you come up in here, it's going to be a long day a real long day. And we got other things to talk about, not just September 11th and the, and the brutal long history of September 11th, but the, um, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings and this, uh, this, this ugly, nasty competition. You know, and I'm and look, and when I call people Negroes, that's not a slip of the tongue. Okay. Because you got Cory Booker, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey, Senator Camilla Harris from California. They're in a competition to see who can be the ugliest Negro, okay? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the ugliest Negro of them all, okay? I mean, it might just be Barack Obama, that speech he gave. George Bush didn't open his mouth for eight years as Barack Obama stood there for eight years and blamed Bush for all the problems, All the problems in the world he inherited from George Bush. All of them. For the first full four years, he did it on a weekly, sometimes on a daily basis. And then the Joker ran for re-election. And for four years he's been in there. And it's still Bush's fault. And yet, what does Bush do? Makes common calls with Barack Obama against Donald Trump. Why? Why? Because the swamp is not just Democrats. The swamp is mostly Democrats, but you got quite a few Republicans in the swamp. And Donald Trump wants to drain that swamp. And again, what do all these ideologies have in common? Again, they want to use the power of government for self-benefit. And so they can take money from one American and give it to another. And to a lot of you out there, you've been educated with this, and, and, and Republicans are such weak, ineffective fighters. They, they, they don't want to fight, okay? They want to just play defense. You know, oh, well, I'm nice. I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I'm not a racist. I'm not mean. I don't hate brown people. Some of my best friends are brown. You know, I don't hate homosexuals. You know, my favorite waiter is a homosexual. And this is all Democrats have, folks. There can never, ever, ever be a discussion of policy where Democrat policy is good for you, the citizen. You, I mean, the, the normal citizen. It's good for somebody because it gets implemented and somebody gets rich and somebody else pays the tab. So it's obviously good for somebody. But primarily the Democrat Party is a coalition between the uber-rich and the, and the uber-poor. 
Okay, you got now if you're not rich enough to get a million dollar grant or have, you know, have some business like Elon Musk, okay? The guy's a billionaire and his company's never earned a profit. How do you do that? Okay? I tell you what, be a plumber and never earn a profit and see how many billions you get to take to the bank. Be a carpenter. Be a cab driver. Okay? And never and never turn a profit and see if you become a billionaire. And yet, to a lot of you people, it's okay. It's okay. You know, I went to church on Sunday, and, and you got Negro preachers mouthing on and on about Donald Trump. What has Donald Trump done to these Negroes? Nothing. Nothing. And this is in a church, in a church, from up on the pulpit. It's, it's a travesty. It is a travesty. And I can show these jokers right in the word of God that Donald Trump is fulfilling King Jehu from the book of Kings, okay? Was not a godly man, but he was a strong, powerful man, and he was the man God needed to take out Jezebel. And in our time, Jezebel was Hillary Clinton because you couldn't send a Boy Scout to take Jezebel out. You could not send a Boy Scout to take Hillary Clinton out. You had to send a man, okay? Not a perfect man, a man, a real man, an onion-toting man, a strong man. So what? The guy's imperfect. Aren't we all? As a matter of fact, I'm so imperfect, I'm a little long on my open. <laughs> We're going to take a break. <laughs> We're gonna take our uh, we're gonna take our first break. Please give a listen uh, to to the message in in this break. This is this first this well our almost only message. It's um it's what keeps the hatchet man standing behind this microphone uh, for ten years. Okay, because freedom is not free, and uh, and I'm gonna give the number out again, and I'd love to hear from you out there, uh, out in Facebook, anywhere across the country, or in our uh, in our several cities that we broadcast to uh, throughout the state of Virginia. The number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. 
There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, the really real deal. Uh, listening to a little Des Ray there tell you, you got to be bad, you got to be bold. And see, and this is why, uh, you know, this is why the deep state hates Donald Trump. It's not, I mean, it could have been, let's just say Ted Cruz had won and maybe he he, he grew enough onions to be uh, to be this tough. Okay, you think it would be any different? It no, it would not be. Okay, even if you know, heaven forbid, one of those little weak, one of those little weak Republicans like Jeb Bush or Little Marco. Okay, one of those uh, Walker up in Wisconsin. You know, fine, well-meaning individuals, but let's be honest, weak. Okay, so let's say one of them had won and somehow managed to you know, beat Hillary, which honestly, I doubt if any of them would have beat Hillary. Okay. Because for one thing, they were not going to go places that Trump, they were not going to say, lock her up, build that wall. Okay. They were not, they were going to give, they were going to be policy wonks, which is what they are. Okay. Which is why they're good where they are as part of the bureaucracy. And so for a guy like Trump to say, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And I want you to do the other. It's not, they're not good to be the executive in charge, okay? Because the executive in charge has to determine the tone and the direction. And yes, I did say tone, and I know Trump's tone is one of the things he gets a lot of flack for, but Trump's tone is necessary, necessary in the hour in which we live, okay? And so, but anyway, you hear the music there, Johnny Cash. We're up against our bottom of the hour news break. We will be you right can back. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news My head's been wet with the midnight dew 
I've been down on bended knee talking to the man from Galilee. Welcome back to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Man's World Radio, folks. And uh, hey, and if you'd like to participate in Man's World Radio, the number here is 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. And again, this is why they hate Trump. Trump's a real man, okay? And he's on our side. He's, And I'm going to tell you the truth, folks. Trump's on God's side, Okay. Because, see, we can't say God is on our side and against this this person. We, you know, God is the bigger. And so we have to do our best to be on God's side, not just claim God is on our side, okay? Because we're, we're imperfect and we may, you know, we may desire to be on God's side, but, you know, perhaps through God's grace, we will be with, with that uh, with that uh, intent and with that effort, perhaps we will be on God's side, okay? But just a, a, a basic analysis of, okay, as relates government, which is what we're talking about, we're combining the two topics that people say in polite, in polite company, you never discuss. That's religion and politics, okay? And I discuss them both, okay? And so, uh, I mean, a lot of folks in, 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 in polite uh in polite company, you know, they, they want to talk about, you know, the football game and the basketball game. And that's, that's fine and dandy. Okay. So you go talk about the football game and I'll save uh, America for your grandson. Okay. Because there's a Democrat that is empowering a pedophile who, and he has his eye on your grandson. Okay. There's a Democrat that's empowering a crazy mixed up neoliberal school teacher and she wants to teach your son that masculinity is toxic. And so, but it's okay if you were to just put on a pink dress, okay? Oh, little Johnny, you feel like a girl today? Oh, that's fine. Don't listen to your mean old daddy. He means well, but, you know, we're just going to keep this a little secret between us, okay? So while you're watching the basketball game with your head on backwards, I'll save your son. I'll save your grandson. I'll, I'll lead the troops that are fighting. And trust me, there are many of us that are fighting. There are many of us that are sick and tired of what this coalition of evil is doing to Western civilization. They're doing to, to Christian civilization. These people have infiltrated our churches. I just got through telling you before the break, I went to church on Sunday and the, and the, and the silliness that I heard. The silliness, okay? And here you have... You can just, you can open your Bible and you can, you can easily discern what the will of God is. If you, if you, if you study. Now, if you, if you're not going to study, then you're at the whim of the opinion makers. Okay. And so, you know, now if you're here listening to me, then you're getting, you know, you're getting my view. But my view is a minority view 
in the sense of the the number of media outlets that are willing to share this view, okay? A definite minority. Now, I would not say a minority in the nation of people that receive it, but as far as the outlets that are putting it out, because remember, who's the prince of this world? Satan is the prince of this world. And so it's natural that Satan would dominate. But God gave you a key ingredient. That's called free will. And so I don't care what MSNBC says. I don't care what CNN says, okay? And Fox News gets it right half the time. Half the time, Fox News does not get it right, okay? Now, you watch uh, Tuesday, the September 11th coverage. You see a Fox News has one thing to say. All these famous hosts, and I, a lot of them I do like, you know, for what they do, okay? And I don't worship, you know, anyone other than, you know, my Lord and Savior, and, you know, we're all are flawed. You know, even myself, I do the best I can do. And, uh, and if, you, if, if you out there have, uh, have a, uh, an idea how I can improve and do better, hey, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. But the simple fact of the matter is that pe- the people that are in the opinion maker business, they are of... Uh, those that are, let's say, members of the coalition of evil, they, they are opposite of my coalition. You know, I have a thing on my website, thereallyrealdeal.com, uh, that Mrs. Hatchett and I put together. And, um, you know, and poor Maximus. Maximus is sitting here looking at, looking at me like, hey, hey, <laughs> you know, you ain't giving me no play. Yeah, I brought Maximus today. I almost left that joker at home. And, oh, he made a fuss. He, oh, he barked and barked and barked. And I said, oh, okay, Maximus, you can come. So I let him in the truck and brought him on. And, <laughs> and so little Maximus here helping save the republic. But anyway, our, our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, okay, it has a thing called the seven C's of a successful society. And so, and it basically breaks down the, 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 um, the elements of what many people would call the Christian conservative coalition. And I, I tend to just kind of break it down uh, a little further uh, because I don't want to leave any of my coalition members, I don't want to leave any of them out, okay? Now, the coalition of evil, they don't leave anyone out, okay? They include their entire coalition. As a matter of fact, they're members of the coalition of evil that would kill each other, okay? But when they're going against the Christian conservative coalition, you know, Republicans included, they put that aside, okay? Take, for example, Muslims and homosexuals. There are, and I'm not saying all Muslims would do this, okay, although the Quran does sanction it, but there are what you call fundamentalist Muslims that take the uh, Quran verbatim and they actually implement the matter of fact, they'll film it and put it up on YouTube for you to see with them taking a homosexual as several videos on YouTube where they strap a homosexual to uh, one of those little office chairs with wheels on it. They'd take duct tape, tape him to the chair, take him up on a a 10-story building with a flat roof, and they will roll him off the side of the building, and they kind of, they do it for sport. 
And, you know, and then they're shouting something in Arabic and right, throwing their fists in the air. And then they go down on the ground and make sure he's dead. And if he's not dead, then they stone him until he is dead. Okay? And so, but, now homosexuals know this. Homosexuals know what uh, Muslims feeling toward homosexuality, what, what, the, what their feelings are. And Muslims know what their faith teaches them about homosexuals. But this is, this is the thing that Republicans need to learn. This is the thing that Christians need to learn. When it comes to opposing us, folks, they put that aside. They put it aside and they oppose us, okay? Because their goal is for their team to win. Now, if they're successful and they win, they'll sort their differences out later. But now on our side, we have the circular firing squad, okay? And, you know, different Christian. That's one reason why I never get into Christian denominational issues, okay? I attend a non-denominational Christian church. As a matter of fact, I love, the, you know, we interviewed Pastor John Hagee. Uh, what was that, Ash? About two weeks ago, we had uh, Pastor John. The interview is up on, on our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, and his congregation is non-denominational, and, you know, and he talked about that a little bit, that, you know, anyone is welcome. And, you know, so that's um, a way to break down. And I respect the, 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 um, our forebears that went on and, you know, and that did great things to, through the um, Reformation process as, as Christian faith was uh, going through a very, very needed uh, Reformation period, okay? But, you know, when we get to the place of where we are right now, when all of Christianity is under attack, you know, we, we need to put some of that aside and say, okay, that's my Christian brother, okay? And Martin Luther King had it right that uh, Catholics and Protestants need to walk hand in hand. He didn't just say, you know, black and white, male and female, but, you know, he ba- and basically he echoed what Paul wrote. I even did a Facebook post on that, and, and, you know, and a couple of women, I mean, they ripped me. They tried to, well, they didn't actually rip me to shreds. They attempted to, but their arguments were weak. But they didn't like the fact that I was using, I was citing uh, Paul's uh, example. Um, And I paraphrased it, you know, no black, no white, no Jew, no Gentile, no male, no female, no rich, no poor. And, uh, oh, they just, they wanted that only to apply to, you know, the the debate of uh, the role of women in the church. And they didn't want it to apply to anything else because I was applying it to this false Black Lives Matter narrative, which is just, it's totally, it's totally wicked, you know, what the Democrats have done to black America. And, uh, you know, Mrs. Hatchett and I went to see Dinesh D'Souza's latest uh, movie, Death of a Nation, I highly encourage you all to see that. And it's still playing. And as a matter of fact, I'm due to interview Dinesh uh, D'Souza again this week. And uh, so we're going to play that interview for you next Saturday. But ahead of that, I'm sharing with you, you have to go see this movie, Death of a Nation, okay? And Dinesh breaks it down. I'm telling you, the, the guy is brilliant. I've been blessed to interview Dinesh D'Souza uh, four times over the last uh, four, five, six years. And, uh, and the guy is absolutely 
brilliant, okay? And he makes a lot of the same points I've been sharing with you all, all these years about the true nature of the Democrat Party and who really are the people that uh, exploit uh, blacks, other minorities, immigrants. It's, it's the Democrat Party. You know, they have this slave plantation system that they had in the South. Well, in the North, they had a, a, a similar type of plantation system, except you didn't have physical chains on. But, you know, you had the, the, the Irish neighborhoods and the big Irish boss. You had the Italian neighborhoods with the big Italian boss. They're all Democrats now, and it was patronage, okay? And so they kept you poor. They kept you, you know, in a, in a certain environment. They kept you with a certain mindset, and it took, it took generations for people to mature and to grow up out of that and to become self-thinkers, okay? And, you know, here in black America, it's beginning to happen. Now you have black America, 29% approval of Donald Trump, okay? And so in the Kavanaugh hearings, you had— um, Senator Cory Booker, you know, a guy really, he never should have been senator. That weak governor they, that they used to have, okay, with his big, fat, tub of lard self. That joker, Chris Christie, Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, he had the authority to appoint a senator, and he did not do that, okay? And he's just playing up, trying to, he, he really, he was looking out for himself, that whole deal with hugging Obama and all that. I mean, you, don't, you didn't have to cuss the man out, but you didn't have to hug him. And, you know, you, you, you really, Republicans have to act like they're at war and that these people are attacking us. I mean, it's obvious to anyone that they are. This is why Trump became president, because it's obvious to people. It's, it's obvious that Democrats have weaponized immigration. It's now obvious that Democrats have weaponized the FBI and the CIA with all this phony um, Russia uh, investigation. Hillary Clinton did real uh, Russia collusion and got $145 million to do it, and yet there's, no, there's zero Russia collusion, and the whole conversation is about did Trump collude with Russia, and Trump has to defend himself. Well, when are Republicans ever going to go on the offense? Same thing with this phony thing of racism. Why not call the Democrats racist? That's what they are. But instead, Republicans are, oh, well, no, I'm not a racist. You know, some of my best friends are black. Some of my best friends are Hispanic. My gardener's Hispanic, you know. My, my favorite waiters are homosexual. I don't have anything against homosexuals. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, folks. Equality under the law means just that, equality. And that's what the Republican Party is all about. Then Republicans can't open their mouth and just simply say that. You have to defend something. You know, it's like that old saying, um, you know, someone says, well, when did you stop beating your wife? Implied in the win is that you, you have been doing it. That's implied. And so these are tactics, okay, they're evil, they're wicked, they're rooted in lies. And time after time after time, I have to stand and watch some nitwit, silly, weak little Republican stand there and say, oh, well, my friend across the aisle, he's sorely mistaken. So how many years do your friend, do your mistaken friend across the aisle have to call you evil, wicked, a liar, you hate to say that you hate brown people, you hate black people, you hate children, you hate women. 
okay? Republicans, last time I checked, okay, Republicans are more likely to marry the women with whom they have children than Democrats are. Other than, other than hearing me say that on the radio, which I've said for years, do you know I've never heard a single other pundit cite that statistic? Never. I've never heard Rush Limbaugh say it, and I listen to Rush quite often. Whenever I'm in my vehicle, if it's between 12 and 3, I'm listening to Rush, okay? I get a lot of windshield time, so I have a lot of time going from point A to point B to listen to a lot of talk radio. I've never seen I've never seen a single Fox News analyst. Now, of course, you wouldn't expect a Democrat to say this, but I'm talking about our team, okay? Our team. They have this wealth of ammunition that they let go by the wayside. They don't use it. They don't use it. And so in all these, all you know, another one now I do hear every now and then someone will cite the crime statistics and make a correlation between uh, criminality in the Democrat Party and the uh, preponderance of it as a percentage that is higher, okay? But I, my, I, my feeling is that the reason that they don't do it is because, in a sense, it will open you up to the false allegation that you're trying to paint all Democrats with a broad brush. And now I'm not doing that. I'm not painting all. As a matter of fact, even when I discuss Islam, I don't paint all Muslims. I, I differentiate, okay? And I say Muslim fundamentalists, even though... I know, I know based on um, surveys that are done, and these are surveys that are done, that done primarily in Europe where the Muslim populations are a higher percentage uh, of uh, many of these uh, European nations than currently in the United States of America. And so, but I think they're valid and they're, they're actually more valid for America because of what it does. It points to the future of America if we don't turn things around because there's Unless you change a trend, okay, momentum takes things in the direction in which they go, okay, unless another, another force acts to change that direction. And I don't see that happening, okay? Now, I do it, a few others do it, but there's no mass movement to, to do this, okay? And so the statistic that I've heard cited quite often is that you have uh, a lot of uh, Muslims that are what you would call, quote-unquote, nonviolent Muslims. But when they poll them to ask if they approve of Muslim groups that are violent, okay, it's like it's over one-third have voiced their approval. Over one-third, okay? So it's kind of like the, uh, you know, if you're a baby boomer and a very small percentage of baby boomers when they were teenagers were actually out in the street flipping cars over and, you know, running around with, with, the, uh, with the bra off and topless and, you know, hair down their back, you know, smoking dope out in the street. A very small percentage, you know, spitting on soldiers coming back, okay? A very small percentage of baby boomers in the 60s and 70s actually did that. But now... What was the percentage of baby boomers when they saw their generational cohorts do that? What's the percentage that said right on? Yeah, that's right, baby. Same dynamic 
in the Muslim world, because, you know, we're dealing with human beings, okay? We're dealing with human nature. And so the dynamic is the same. And so these are the types of this discussions we have to have. These are the types of things we have to examine. If we, you know, if we care enough to survive as a civilization, you know, or, or are we tittle, too dumb to live? And many of us are. Many of us are tittle. Many of us, if it were not for someone else making the sacrifice, many of us would perish. Anyway, we're going to take another quick break. The number here, if you'd like to call, and I think when we come back, um, yeah, we're going to have about 10 minutes when we come back before we get to the top of the hour, the end of our first hour. And, uh, and I will go through some of the uh, historical uh, from the 1500s and the 1600s Muslim attacks, huge Muslim armies attempting to take over Christendom and got repelled by Christian armies on September 11th, three times on September 11th, okay, within 120 years, within 100, and, well, actually within 130 years, this happened three times on the exact same date, September 11th. The number here, if you'd like to call, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me And that thou bidst me come to thee O Lamb of God, I come I come Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you.
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, uh, hey, I'm watching a, a, a group of folks here on Facebook, and I just want to give you all a shout-out, a, a hello. And I neglected to, uh, typically I, when I do the Facebook Live post, I put the phone number there if uh, if a Facebook viewer would like to call in. Because I, I can't type and, and talk at the same time, okay? I'm just, you know, I'm not that young and uh, never developed that skill set. I catch hard enough time typing if I don't have to talk, okay, with my two fingers, hunt and peck, okay? But um, the number here, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And now to, uh, you know, what I promised. And you and also, folks, you all, you just heard the giving ad. I, I encourage you, uh, go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, uh, and just click the donate button. Or if you would like to send an old-fashioned check in the mail to the First Amendment, Inc., the First Amendment, Inc., the uh, address is 8659 Staples Mill Road, Richmond, Virginia, 23228. And that's, again, that's 8659 Staples Mill Road, Richmond, Virginia, 23228. And I'm looking at the clock here, and it's kind of late for me to uh, delve into this uh, very, very deep subject matter. And so what we're going to do, we're going to just do this on the other side of the news break. So we, we're going to go to news break for uh, for five or six minutes. And uh, we will be right back, folks. So in the meantime, and hey, you folks on Facebook, click share and uh, let your friends know that the hatchet man is kicking butt and taking names. We'll be right back. And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. 
Yeah, trying to talk to you all and uh, and, and give little Maximus a dog treat <laughs> at the same time. And, uh, yeah, does that make me crazy? Hey, uh, you know, now I think there's a lot of crazy folks uh, who have microphones like I do. And it's, it's a crying shame that I have to be the only guy on, on radio, television, anything uh, that every year goes through of this history. And I, I just, and it, actually, folks, it kind of boils my blood a little bit, okay? It, it really, really does that no one is giving this, um, this history. And you can, uh, you can just Google this stuff. Now, let me warn you, though. To Google it, you have to kind of be persistent in Googling it because Google will not, will not, if you just, for example, if you try to just Google historical attacks by Muslims against Christians on September 11th, and the first word you Google is historical, okay? Historical attacks, plural, with an S by Muslims against Christians on September 11th. It'll just be page after page after page of September 11th, 2001, okay? And you, you're going to have to uh, put in there slash Malta, okay, or slash Vienna, okay, or slash Zenta. Okay? You have to put in specifically, and then it'll, it'll, you'll get some articles uh, about the 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 true historical nature and see these are people with very very long memories okay very long memories and and they're very they're very committed to this to this wickedness very committed okay and so the, the, these are not uh you know a bunch of nice neoliberals that just want to get along with everyone okay religion of peace that's garbage that's that's garbage so religion of submission the word means to submit. You know, salam means peace. Islam means submit. Okay? And so, now I don't think it's a slip of the tongue when they say that, oh, this this is the religion of peace. You know, the religion of salam. There is no religion of salam. There's a religion of Islam. Submit. Okay? And again, I, I have personal friends that are Muslim that would not hurt a fly. Okay, They're, honestly, they would not hurt a fly. But I probably know more about the Quran than they know. Okay, they don't study it. They don't. They don't. They don't really care about it. And so they're 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 what you call a cultural Muslim. So I'm not painting 1.6 billion people with a broad brush. Okay. As a matter of fact, there are many scholars that have stated that were it not for the law of apostasy, Islam would have died out years ago because it's just too harsh and too cruel and that people would have just opted out. But they know that if they opt out, they will be killed. And I've interviewed people that have told me that there's a death threat. You know, um, Noni Darwish is one. Okay. Noni Darwish, her father worked for Gamal Abdel Nasser, who was the president of Egypt, okay? And her father was a member of his elite, um, some elite corps of soldiers uh, who, and her, her father was killed in a raid on Israel, okay? She was eight years old when her father was killed. And she talked about how 
there was always fighting and that every night she slept under her bed. She was always so fearful. And that in school, they taught, you know, the little children, okay, they taught them to hate Jews, to hate Christians, that Jews were uh, descended from pigs and monkeys, okay? And so now even the nation of Islam that taught uh, blacks uh, kind of a pseudo-Islam in America even took a little bit of that pig, and, you know, they say the white man is the devil and that a black scientist grafted white people in a laboratory on the island of Patmos and from the germ of a cat, rat, and a dog, okay? So you, you have the same idea, and this, plants, this implants an idea of hatred. And they like to say, oh, well, there's no violence among the uh, Nation of Islam members. It's the same lie that Muslims say, oh, well, it's a religion of peace, and a few bad actors have hijacked this noble religion of peace. And, I mean, stupid George Bush said that. I mean, so there, there was no one on the, uh, on the Bush team that could go into this history and correct the president of the United States? I mean, really? Really? It's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. And you out there, the listener, if you have a smartphone, you can Google this and you can read it for yourself and you can multiple source it, okay? You can, you can find multiple, multiple articles, okay? But again, if you're going to Google it and read an article, you have to put in um, historical attacks by Muslims against Christians on September 11th, slash, and uh, then put Malta or Vienna or Zenta, and those are the three um, that were the real big ones. And one was, um, the first one was 1565. And it was um, Sultan Suleiman the Magnificent. Okay? And so he took his ships to Malta, and they were really literally ready to take over Europe. And again, uh, you know, uh, I think we had someone tried to call in and something happened there. And if you'd like to call, the number is 804-454-1366. This, this is the subject for the next 30 minutes, though. Uh, so we, we're not going to switch to any other subject. If you want to talk about this, 804-454-1366. We don't screen calls, but, you know, I need to get this in. And uh, so, but anyway... They wanted to literally take over Europe, okay? And the Knights of Malta stopped them. And the day that they tucked tail and ran, it was a several-month-long siege, okay? And the Christian Knights stopped them, and they left on September 11th, okay? Now, 100, and that was um, the island of Malta. 118 years later, this time it was Sultan Mehmed IV, had 138,000 Turks uh, engaged in a siege of Vienna, and they were starving them to death. They had a siege of the city. And Jan Sobieski, who was the Polish king, cobbled together uh, soldiers from this place and that place, and uh, he cobbled together 81,000 troops it was 81,000 against 138,000. But of Jan Sobieski, spelled J-A-N, it's pronounced Jan. 
Okay, of that 81,000 troops, 38,000 of them were on horseback. The largest cavalry charge in the history of the world. This was in the year 1683, 118 years after the siege of Malta failed in 1565. And see, folks, these people, they just don't give up. 118 years later, they're still at it, okay? <coughs> and so we have, uh, we're going to say hi to Edison uh, from Chesterfield. Edison, do do, uh... I, I, I'm doing just fine, my brother. You now, did you know any of this, Edison, about the history of September 11th that in 1565 uh, Muslims were defeated? Now, Christ, the Christian world didn't go to the Muslim world and attack them now. They See, the Muslim world had been attacking the Christian world for 400 years before the first so-called crusade, which to this day, even so-called Christians and so-called Republicans, or the Democrats do it all the time. Obama did it ad nauseum, okay? It's like, oh, well, you know, we Christians, we had our crusade, so we're just as guilty. No, someone attack you for 400 years, man, and you finally grow a set of onions and say, hey, 400 years is long enough. We're going to go take care of this problem. Now, is, is are the two equal, Edison? No, sir. I mean, I mean, what you're saying is right, uh, uh, Brother Hatchet. Uh, they're, 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 you know, you're a man that tells the truth every week. I appreciate day in, that, day brother. Out. Uh, a man who told the truth, who stands upright. You know, there's so much about this religion people don't even know. You know, anybody that would take a six-year-old child, a little girl, and take her and wed her, and then force his sexual desires on her at nine years old, that's sick. That's demonic. That's that culture, man. Brother Hatchet, I, stay true. Stay, you, we love you, man. You, I appreciate you, that, you, Addison. You're on, the, you're on the point, man. I God appreciate it, you. brother. Please now, let me ask voice. you a question, because yes, I, I may be wrong, but I've heard, I've heard very few people. I've heard uh, Mark Levin hit this a little bit last year. I think Michael Savage, who comes on this station, I've heard him hit it a little bit, but I've not heard, other than those two, I've not heard any, I've never heard Rush Limbaugh mention this. I've never heard anyone on Fox News mention it, okay? I've never. Now, I, I may be wrong, but no, uh, I have another. World Net Daily, you'll get articles. As a matter of fact, I have a World Net Daily article up right now, and, uh, and as a matter of fact, I've interviewed this, this author um, before, and, um, but... We need more people need to just tell folks the truth that, um, you know, they, this is we're at war with these people. Just like I very rarely you're starting to hear it a little more. People say we're at the Democrats are at war with us and we have to wake up and realize that they're at war with us and we have to make war with them. I only ask people on our side to do it righteously, not to, you know, not to lie and do it the way they do it. Yes, but, sir. but we have to and, do it. And, and, yes, sir. And and you, in in all due respect, sir, you know, it should not come as a surprise. It's disgusting, but it should not come as just as as, as a as a surprise to a man, particularly of your stature and your background and belief in in the fundamentals and principles that's out. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not surprised at all. It's but just I'm, I'm calling this. I'm no. calling them out so that I don't right. have to be and, the only one doing it. No, you're, you're not. And I tell you, but, but see, people don't want to, let me tell you why they don't want to hear the truth. 
it's a falling away right now. I'll tell you something. I've never seen anything like it in my life that where, where people just on speculative uh, speculation or speculatorial reasons just come up with that's the truth, only to find out that it was a rumor these days will hurt you worse than anything. And people know that. But the bottom line is that what you're saying is true. It's, it's factual. They don't. And, and I'll tell you something, brother. There's people out here that try to deliberately seek people's lives and, and, and kill them for the very thing that, that we're able in this country to say openly. Now, if we were yeah. in other countries, you know, we, we'd be put in prison and killed. But, yeah. you know, and Jesus right said this, this is, would happen God to us. You a revelation, yeah. Sir? Yeah. What, what's that Jesus said? Jesus said that if we follow him, they would treat us this way because they first treated him this way. That's right. So even that should not be a surprise. But see, people don't want that type of pain. They don't want no, that sir. type of pushback. So they'll no, cite sir. Black Lives Matter or they'll cite Islam is a religion of peace. You know, they'll cite yes, all this nonsense, this psychobabble that's obviously false, you know, that Trump yes, is, sir. you know, Trump is some type of animal. You know, it's, it's I mean, it's, I mean, George Bush was silent for eight years, said nothing about Barack Obama while Barack Obama lied on him. Barack Obama lied on George Bush for eight years. Look and George what, Bush here, didn't open his mouth, but here he's supposedly um, delivering funeral remarks for John McCain, and he has to stand there and snipe at Donald Trump. And, and well, they all, about, one after one after one, this is what they did. They And so... I say, hey, that must mean Trump's doing a good job. Well, the thing about it is this is, is you know, they all belong. Now, I, I, you think about it, because I'm not going to I'm not going to throw this into the dust right now. But but you think about the organization that that, that you know, that uh, that he belonged to. And I'm talking about our ex-president. I'm not talking about he I, who I, I'm talking about George Bush, uh -huh. George Bush. Uh -huh. And a skull and bones. And it's, you know, and, and let me say this in all due respect. You know, the bottom line is, uh, you know, I am so tired of the racial. Uh, yes. You, know, you, you could talk about, look, you could you say you could talk about a white man this or a yellow man that or Chinese this, Chinese that. Or, but, you know, but God help you. God help you if, if these people that have all this money, like Pelosi and all those that live in places that we could just imagine living. Look here, they're so power hungry. They don't want to give them anything. It doesn't mean if anybody comes in their neighborhood, let me tell you something. They don't want uh, Spanish people in their area. Not like it. They keep themselves distanced from it. And that's, it's just a fact. It's the truth. But the thing about it is they're so sick and intoxicated, like the Bible talks about the woman that, with, with, with just power. They're so power hungry. They yeah. don't want to know the truth. They want to live a lie. See, because without a lie, they haven't got a job. You You're keep right. telling the truth. I God appreciate that, you, brother. Thank you yes, so sir. much. All right. And we're going to say hello to Joe from Chesterfield. Joe, what's on your mind, brother? Well, you are, of course. How are you doing? Hey, I'm I'm better than I deserve, but I'll take it every day. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I want to ask you something to do with the uh, topic here and something else that comes into play uh, involving you. That's this uh, school up in Northern Virginia that uh, the person that's opposing Bratton, I can't remember their name. Uh, Spanberger, yeah. She taught, she taught at a Muslim school. And it, now the... the the thing is, she's all upset that uh, that information was leaked. But the problem is not that the information was leaked in the first place. It's that she did it. About... See, she yeah, right. Democrat. See, this is the thing here. Democrats make common calls with anyone 
that is an enemy to the idea that your freedom and my freedom is a gift from God, meaning that when you when you and I, when we were conceived in the womb of our mothers, God, he declares in his holy word, I knew you in your womb. That's the word of God, not the word of Brother Craig, okay? Amen. And so right. that what that means is that the freedom and the rights that, we enjoy as citizens and that we sometimes have debates over, you know, political debates. These freedoms and these rights, the founding fathers got it correct. They they lack the power to tell you and I what our rights are because God did that. And the job, the job of a government that is elected by the people under the authority of the people and by the consent of those who are to be governed under them which is, you know, unique uh, in, in, in the world, then they hate that very idea because they want what Islam has. They That's want right. what communism has. They want what atheism has. And what does Islam, communism, atheism, fascism, the Nazis, the Ku Klux Klan, what do they all have in, po- in, in common? It's the idea of submission. Now, uh, yeah, Islam, it literally says to submit. But wasn't the KKK all about submission? Wasn't the Nazis, wasn't the Nazi party, wasn't that submission? Wasn't Imperial Japan going to say, well, we're going to make the whole world submit to our will? Okay, there's no free and open debate. Okay, okay, well, the Imperial Japanese, we're going to gavel in this session of... uh, you know, world opinion now. We're going to debate what direction. No, that's not the idea. The idea is we will kill you if you do not submit. Okay? And if we don't, and if we don't agree with that, then, of course, we're, we're, we're bigots. But see, it gets even worse. What, what, what these people will do uh, is they will take the very ideals that we have and use our own systems and our own ideals uh, uh, Against us. Oh, yeah. Use their book against them. Yeah, yeah, Saul Alinsky. That's rules for radicals. And see, so Saul Alinsky took the energy of these baby boomers that I was talking about earlier in the program that, you know, not all baby boomers were flipping cars over in the street and spitting on soldiers. Some did that. But then there were a lot that watched that on television and they said right on. They were cool with it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you all are pigs. Okay. And this this Colin Kaepernick has socks on that have uh, pictures on his socks of police officers, uh, pigs with police officer uniforms. And there's a, a black police officer association that endorses Colin Kaepernick. Okay, and so what's the connection between Span? You you brought up Spanberger and her teaching at a Muslim school. So the connection that I'm weaving through all of this is the fact that they hate freedom. They hate they what they want is themselves in charge, and they don't want any free and open debate where the levers of power, like in America, every four years, you know, Napoleon said that, wow, if, 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 if George Washington freely gives up power and allows it to go to the other party, he'll go down as the greatest man in history. He, you know, he was a dictator, but he admired that, that the idea that this could be done. And so, and it, and it was done and, 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 you know, 
if had George Washington not done that, he would have been betraying the the ideals set the forth ideas, in the Declaration. Right. And and see and and, and and despots they do that all the time. They say with their lips, Well, we just want freedom. The old regime was bad. We're gonna come in and we're gonna have whole free elections. We're gonna do this, do and then when their term is up, all of a sudden, well no, I you know, on second thought, I think I'll be dictator for life. Okay. Then they try and do the very same thing they said they they weren't going to do. But, but this is that's that's Islam. Of. You see, Islam okay, has mainly mainly they have codified this. You can read it in the Quran. They have a religious element to it, and so yeah. they they what they do. So now they operate under the cover of our religious freedom, and in reality, it's a political system with a smattering of uh, religion in order to satisfy the the people uh, under them that you know may have. Uh, uh, decent inclinations, okay? They basically, they have deceived these people, okay? And so it's just like in Nazi Germany, the um, the Nazi, you had what they call the good German, and, and they, they were numerically, maybe they outnumbered the Nazis, but who ran the show? They did. Exactly. It's always the powerful one that's of evil intent, that runs the show when it's just like uh, Satan was talking to Eve, where where was Adam all, all the time? As a little boy, I always thought Adam was out somewhere, you know, harvesting some vegetables or something, doing something righteous. That joker was right there and didn't open his mouth. And didn't open it. So to not, say, to not speak against evil is to endorse evil by by default. Amen. But the thing that, that, the thing that we've got to, that we have to be careful of is that, we don't allow them to use this, to use the, the word religion as an excuse for... But well, this is what they're doing, and this is what I fight against. And uh, I so much appreciate you, you calling to share with us. Well, God bless you, and you just keep the good work. And okay. You need to get on a whole network of radio stations. Well, from, from your lips to God's ears, my friend. All right. 804-454-1... Thank you. 804-454-1366 on the other side of the break, folks. 804-454-1366. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. There's a man going around taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. Will you partake of that last offer? You can run on for a long time. Run on 
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here. That's right. You tell him, Johnny Cash. <laughs> Sooner or later, God will cut you down. And, uh, hey, Man's World Radio here, folks. And uh, our final uh, 30 minutes of today's program, you just heard the giving ad. And, uh, hey, we would invite you to go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, freedom is not free. Uh, it, it costs quite a bit of money. For your friendly neighborhood hatchet man to stand behind this microphone here as I have done for the last 10 years and deliver truth uh, that, uh, hey, by admission of uh, some of our uh, callers, uh, truth that they don't hear uh, hardly anywhere else. Okay, uh, so please uh, support what we do. Uh, support my organization, The First Amendment, Inc., um, you know, freedom is a use it or lose it proposition. If we don't understand our freedoms, if we want to, uh, you know, just have our head on backwards and uh, lollygag through life. And, uh, you know, it, and, and it's just it's so sad, folks. It's so sad. We subcontract out the responsibility to the school teacher to teach our children. We subcontract out to the preacher to um, teach our children about our Christian faith. You know, and so when you, when you have Reverend Chickenfoot who's teaching your child nothing and then your child grows up and strays from the church, well, you subcontracted out that responsibility. You know, you're supposed to be the five Ps, okay? The, the prophet, the priest, the pastor, the provider, the protector, the pursuer. I think that was six. Okay, yeah, that's right. I did add one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's your job. That's my job. That's not the preacher's job. The preacher's job is to assist us. The teacher's job is to assist us, okay? The doctor's job is to assist us. It's your responsibility to live a healthy lifestyle. It's not the doctor's job, you know, you you know, eat a gallon of ice cream and a, and, and, and a pound of cake every day and, and two pounds of bacon and then want to go cry to the doctor, you know, oh, the mean old Republicans want to take my Obamacare from me. I mean, come on, folks. Come on. And so this, so this, to, the, the awareness of my subject today is, fits right into, in with that, okay? It's no different, okay? Culturally, civilizationally, in every type of way we can be, we're at war. The only thing is that it's not a World War II type where you have tanks and, you know, massive armies. Uh, but make no mistake, spiritually, we're at war with these people because they're at war with us, okay? And so we better wake up and recognize that fact, okay? And, uh, you know, sport and play has its place. You know, I know you can't, you know, everyone can't be like the hatchet man. It's like I keep my, my shoulder to the grindstone, it seems like, all the time. OK, and um, and I know that uh, getting a little break from that, certainly, uh, you know, a time of refreshing has its place in life. But come on, folks, every day, every weekend, you know, two or three vacations a year, sport and play, sport and play, sport and play. You know, all the money, you know, you you take a twenty dollar shirt and put some football player's name on it, 
now that $20 shirt costs you $120 because the NFL has to get their cut. Okay? And so, I mean, and then we laugh when we see the young guy and he has a $2,000 car with a $3,000 sound system and $4,000 worth of rims on it. And we laugh and, and say how silly that young person is. And how many of us that are in middle age are doing very similar things, not only wasting money that, you know, we could deploy in a more intelligent fashion, but wasting time, wasting energy, okay? We could be leaving a legacy for our children and our grandchildren. We could be teaching our children and grandchildren not to squander the legacy that we leave them, okay? We could be equipping our children and grandchildren to survive the times that they're going to have to survive because once you and I are gone, well, it's too late to equip them then. Then, It's too late. You have to equip them now while you're able. And so this is what I do. And, it, you know, and to do this, there's a cost associated. And so if you would like to stand beside me as a watchman on the wall, I would greatly appreciate it, okay? Mrs. Hatchett and I and, 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 and Maximus, <laughs> yeah, little Maximus here. We we would greatly appreciate it. And if you'd like to send an old-fashioned check in the mail, uh, the address is uh, 8659 Staples Mill Road. And uh, I'm going to give that address out again uh, before the end of today's program. We have about 20 more minutes in today's program. So if you're interested in helping Brother Craig uh, doing your part as a watchman on the wall, you know, my part is to stand behind this uh, microphone, okay? But uh, for the Christians in the audience, and when you read about the gifts, okay, and they, there are many gifts that people have to, that, to make the kingdom of God work, you, if you read that, one of those gifts is the guy that strokes the check, okay? And that's, you know, and again, word of God, not the word of Brother Craig, okay? Honest, I mean, you, you can just, you know, Google it, all right? So, um, again, it's... Uh, the organization is the First Amendment Inc. The uh, we have the website, the really real deal.com, where you can go online and make an online donation or an old fashioned check in the mail to the First Amendment Inc. eighty six fifty nine Staples Mill Road. Uh, the number uh, oh the zip is two three two two eight two three two two eight, and we're gonna give it out again uh, near the end of the program. Uh, so if you want to grab uh, something to write with you can do so. I know uh, not everyone out there is um, computer savvy or even trusting of sending computerized uh, donations. And tr- and I get that. Uh, although our site, if you go to our site, it'll say secure because when we had the site built, we paid the upcharge to have a secure site. Now, many sites, it will say not secure. Our site says secure. There is a differentiation and the secure site, it costs more money to have that. And so we, we have that, okay? And so it, it's, it's very safe for you to uh, send a donation in that manner. Uh, now, if you'd like to call, uh, we have about 15 more minutes in today's program. Uh, the number is 804-454-1366. I noticed one of my Facebook friends typed something about Obama in his nasty little speech. Uh, well, that, he didn't say nasty. He just said Obama's speech. Okay, I'm saying nasty, okay, because, uh, again, you know, it seems like there was a competition for, you know, who can be the nastiest Negro. 
You know, and I said this in the in the first hour. I think in the first five or ten minutes of the program, you know, it's like these guys, you know, were saying mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the nastiest Negro of them all? And it's like Barack Obama, uh, Senator Camilla Harris, and Senator uh, Cory Booker, they, they were in a competition, okay? The two senators were trying to be nasty against Brett Kavanaugh, and Barack Obama was being nasty against Donald Trump. You know, and so, I mean, when Reagan uh, retired, he didn't say a word about uh, George Bush, even though, you know, everyone knew George Bush was a moderate, middle-of-the-road, weak Republican. Okay, but Reagan didn't, you know, he he didn't say a word. As a matter of fact, Bush was so weak that he, he had one term, okay, one one term, okay, even with 90% approval after the first Gulf War. Joker still had one term, but it was just, it was, it was destined that Clinton would be there. Okay. You you know, if you doubt me, you read the book of Kings. Okay. Bill Clinton is uh, King Ahab. Hillary Clinton is Queen Jezebel. Okay. I mean, just, and it's amazing how the, you know, the book of Kings laid all this out, the 9-11 attack, uh, when it happened, the, um, you know, I, I interviewed uh, Messianic Rabbi Jonathan Kahn and, uh, at our website, The Really Real Deal, in the slider up at the top. You know, five uh, programs just slide back and forth. Now, we have hundreds of programs if you go into the site and open it up. But, uh, you know, there's about, uh, there, there's five that, that slide back. Mostly they're recent ones, but that one with Jonathan Kahn is there. And the September 11th attack figures very, very prominently in his latest book, The Paradigm, as well as uh, his book, The Harbinger. And uh, I interviewed him for over an hour and a half. It's a brilliant, brilliant conversation. And we're going to welcome Joe from North uh, Henrico. What's on your mind, Joe? Hey, Craig. How you doing, guy? Hey, I'm better than I deserve, man, but I love it. I'll, I'll take it, and I thank God you, for you his grace. You are better than you deserve. Yeah. So you, did you watch Obama's speech yesterday? Uh, no, I did not watch it live but I have uh, I read I read about it, and what I like to do is, you know, if I can't catch something live, I like to read it because you have you have the words right there. Well, I'm sure it's up on uh, video somewhere. You yeah, can watch it. Yeah, my wife is not political, and she can't stand to hear Trump speak. And she heard Obama, and she's, why can't we get him back? Oh wow! Now you really need to. And this is a problem with Republicans. Donald Trump is a narcissistic, schizophrenic, delusional, insane madman, the world's most prolific pathological liar. Hold on. Let me ask and you a question. Idiot. Hold on. Well, I'm, I'm getting to my point. Okay, <laughs> you got get to it quick, and then I'm going to ask you a question based on uh, your description of President Trump. Okay. and But he would not be able to do all the stuff he's doing if the Republicans didn't tolerate oh he's just being trump okay well now, oh, I, hold on i need hold on oh it's a conversation okay yeah, you, you shot your shot you need i need to shoot mine okay and bye now love you now hold on have you have you ever said any such thing about barack obama or george bush or bill clinton George Bush, I call the Texas moron because he took us into. Uh, you skipped over wars. Obama, okay? Uh, no, no, I love Obama. I'm a white guy, and you know what? Well, I look, I don't mean any harm, Joe, but you've got to be 
the stupidest white guy in America, okay? Oh, to, hold guys, on, no, hold no, on. You, guys you got, crazy. look, it's a conversation, Joe. It's back and forth, okay? You calling me names, guy. Well, but you call my president a name. You matter of fact, you call my president 10 names, okay? Yeah, I need to defend true. my president. Truth, and I'm going to let, Asher, put him on hold. <laughs> and I'll just, uh, we're going to bring Joe back and see if, you know, we, we both can't talk at the same time. Now, I want to know from Joe, uh, first of all, are you a Christian? I, I doubt it, okay? Uh, but because you don't come across uh, in, in a very Christian way. And as Christians, we recognize that we all have our shortcomings, and, and, and we, all, we all make it through God's grace, okay? None of us makes it on our own merit. This civilizational battle that we're in with Islam, the, the, the religion of Islam, they believe that you make it by because you're a good person uh, or you put forward Islam. And you can even do evil things in the name of Islam, such as you can kill, you can lie. They call it takira, holy deception. You can rape. They call that uh, taking possession of what thy right hand possess, okay? You can literally rape the women that you conquer. And so, uh, but in Christianity, we believe that we we all have our shortcomings, okay? So that includes President Donald Trump. So I can't say that Donald Trump is a perfect person, but that's not the standard. Joe just rattled off, you know, Donald Trump is the worst person ever. And so I, I want to know from Joe, is does he come to this with a Christian worldview? Bring Joe back. Do you come to this, Joe, with a Christian worldview or a secular worldview? Well, the last time we talked, you call you call me a non-Christian. You're not a Christian. Not well, um, you got look. Time <laughs> is limited. Okay, you need. Would you just answer it? Do you? Yes. Is your viewpoint Christian. Christian or or secular? I am a Christian. But is your worldview Christian or secular? Because a lot of people sit up in the pews and call themselves Christian. Well, my worldview. You, you're sitting there calling Muslims murderers and everything like that. Not all Muslims. Well, have, how long have you been listening to me uh, speak on Islam? Because I uh, specifically too long, said, too I, long, guy. <laughs> I specifically see you. Now, you either didn't hear me correctly or you heard me and you just told a lie. No, I didn't lie. So now you're calling me a liar. I, uh. I said either. Look, all right, look, I'm done with Joe. Okay, all right. Thank you for the call, Joe. I mean... <laughs> I just, I didn't call a guy a lie. I said either or. Okay. Anyway, um, but I am aware of uh, Barack Obama, and it's just, it's so unfortunate that, um, you know, people can't just, uh, and again, the number here, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And, uh, and you know, on Obama, you know, you remember when he got elected, his first speech, he flew over to Egypt to speak to the Muslim world. Okay, this guy wanted to be the president of the world. Trump comes in and he says, I'm president of the United States, not president of the world. Okay, and so, I mean, even when you get married, what does the preacher say? You know, forsake all others. Okay, so you can't be the husband to the world. You've got to be the husband to your wife. Okay, and so this is uh, good and this is proper. Okay, and so we're going to say hi to Al. Al, what's on your mind, brother? Hey, Brother Craig, how you doing today? Hey, I'm fantastic, brother. What's going on? Well, I just want to, you know, make a comment about your last caller there, uh, Scott, about uh, King Trump. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think he's uh, doing a hell of a job for the country. Uh, I agree. 
Look, I bet he, I bet that Joker didn't send his tax cut back, and I bet, and if he works for a company where he was fortunate enough to get a bonus, you know, Nancy Pelosi might have called his bonus crumbs, but I bet he didn't donate his uh, uh, his bonus to his church. No, those tax breaks uh, just it just boosted the economy, and yes. you know, gives everybody extra money to spend, and give uh, you know all these companies uh, able to give bonuses and and. More spending money for retailers and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and I, it trickles down, you know. And, you know, people used to make a mockery of trickle-down in the term, the trickle-down economy. But it it does trickle down. You give a, a rich guy has a million dollars, unless he puts it under his mattress, Al, doesn't his million dollars benefit me, you, and anybody? I mean, if he goes out to a restaurant, the waitress gets a big tip. If he, if he puts it into the stock market, the company whose stock he purchases, they're able to expand or hire people, okay? Absolutely. If he buys a boat, then there's overtime down at the shipyard. If he buys a car, there's somebody at the car factory and the salesman, you know, made a commission. No, Whatever the guy does with his money is his money. He could donate it. He could become um, a... a um, yeah, dog it all. What's the? I'm thinking of the term, uh, Al. Um, uh, anchor donor. He could become an anchor donor to the First Amendment Inc. Okay, and right. which would keep me on the air, so many, many more people uh, could hear this truth that we we pronounce. So the guy with the million dollars, no matter what he does with it, Al, it benefits society. Other than if the government were to say, well, we're going to impose a 50% tax, we're going to take half of it. Now, all of a sudden, the guy only has a half a million. So, you know, only half as much benefit goes into the economy. The other half goes into the swamp. And this is the true reason why they hate Donald Trump, because the swamp wants that money. They don't want you and me to get it. My book, he's King Trump, and he's doing a hell of a job, and I'm behind him all the way. And uh, we need him for another four more years after Amen to that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I do have to tell you one thing that I, uh, you know, I'm about 95% agreeable with you. uh, But there's some parts that, you know. Well, that's fine. Yeah, so what's okay. that 5%, Al? We want to try well, to get you all the way on board. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you made a statement about 20 minutes ago about uh, Maximus being small. <laughs> Maximus not small. <laughs> and I hope you give him a treat when we uh, <laughs> get off the phone here. I will. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Maximus. And, uh, all right, brother. And, and I just, again, I just want to let your uh, listeners know that there's a lot of uh, Trump supporters out here. And yeah, maybe he says something, you know, that rubs people a little the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But more importantly is the direction he's taking the country in in, in business and yes and, and human rights and even uh, Christian faith, how he's fighting for Christian faith. Yeah. So anyway, you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank Come you, brother. Treat and I'll uh, talk to you later. All right, thanks. Thanks for the call and thank you for your support, Al. All right. All, all right. Okay. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. And, um, and you know, uh, oh, we got uh, my friend Big Mike is on the line. Big Mike, what's on your mind, brother? 
Hey, brother, you got a great show today. Did you get the message about reading those columns by uh, uh, with uh, uh, Cal Thomas and uh, I, I did, Williams? I did not. Uh, although, I like that, I go through the trouble of getting in touch with you, <laughs> giving you I some saw good it. information there, and you pass it by. Yeah, you know, Walter yeah. Williams is one of my favorites, so I'm sure I'll get to that at, uh, sooner or later. But uh, well, let me ask you this: What mm-hmm. kind of a dog is Maximus? Oh, Maximus is part Schnauzer, part Terrier, and he looks like Benji from the movie Benji. Looks okay. just like him. Well, I've got my my dog, Minimus. That's not his <laughs> real name, but I found this little booger uh, uh, August the 15th, 2006, and the show on a, on a, a good note. Uh, he was in somebody abandoned this little puppy in the alley oh. near the Hotel Jefferson. Now, that's a long story how I came yeah. by him, but everybody says it was meant for me to have this little dog. There you go. And all I want to say is when I found this little booger, I found my treasure. Oh, and it just good for made you. me sick this morning to read in the paper about this guy, how he killed a kitten. Ooh. He took this little kitten and threw it up either against a wall or a bench or something or other. But he's got some time in jail for that. Wow. They now, let me tell you this, Mike. This this might make you sick, too. But I saw a video of some Muslim soldiers being reviewed by the leader of the troops. And they threw a live kitten to uh, five or six soldiers. And they li- they literally snatched that chicken. Uh, I mean, not chicken, the kitten. They snatched that kitten bit the kitten's head off and then ripped the skin off of the kitten with their teeth. And then they fought over the uh, the meat of that kitten and they oh ate my. the kitten raw. Uh, oh, my God. And they what vi- kind of people are we dealing with on this earth? Well, th- th- this, is, this, is what, this is what we're dealing with, you know? And on September 11th, you know, I'm the only guy that says, hey, September 11th is something that, you know where they got defeated three times in the in in um, in the Middle Ages, uh, 118 years later they got defeated, and then uh, 14 years after that they got defeated. Okay, 1565, 1683, and then the last time was the Battle of Zenta, September 11, 1697. And uh, did you know that coffee? And I'm sitting here drinking a cup of coffee now, and um, that. Um, Coffee is from the uh, what they call the kafirs, where the Ethiopians and the uh, the the coffee helped the Muslims stay awake at night. And after they turned tail in Vienna, they found the coffee, and that's the beginning of coffee houses in Vienna. <laughs> yeah, because the the Ethiopians they stayed Christian. They resisted the Muslim because uh, the Muslims went through the Christian world and forcefully converted people by the sword. But listen, yeah, brother. Well, they say the sword of Islam. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, it all originated, I believe, when uh, the Jews and the Christians would not accept Muhammad as their prophet. Yeah. And he was going to get his revenge. He did, yeah. Demonic. Mm-hmm. But listen, brother, I got a roll. Thank okay, you for your call. Okay, pal. Have a great one, and it's been, like I say, a great show. Oh, great thank show. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Right. All right. right. And we're going to say hi to Charlie from Hanover. What's on your mind, brother Charlie? Hey, I just want to say I love your show, man. As a former Marine, I was over in Beirut, Lebanon, so I have a little bit of knowledge on the the, the Muslims. And Thank you I so have, much. Yeah, that was back in 1983? Yes, sir. Yeah. The barracks were blew up uh, 83 October the 23rd. Yeah. Um, I had been in them barracks many times, but thank God I wasn't there then. Um, yeah. I had got out in October 
October 29th, 1983, ready to have a great celebration, and my heart was just broke. Yeah, well, but God, I, I was, I was there when the uh, embassy was blown up, though. Wow, wow. Well, God bless you. Multiple. Thank you, thank you so much for your service. Oh, you're very welcome. And, and I, also, this clown that called in, you know, he's. It, it kills me how they leave the leave words out or add words like all Muslims. And I right, I, and I didn't say that. Yeah, see, so he, he's a liar. Right, a liar. And also, they do it on the media. They leave out illegal. Right. They, they, it, it's aliens. But yeah. anyway, I just keep doing what you're doing, man, and I'm definitely going to make a good donation on your uh, site. Oh, God bless you. We need that. Uh, thank you so oh, much. I, oh, you're welcome. All Good right. Brother. Okay. Bye, bye now. All right. Hey, and that, as a matter of fact, we're right at the end of the program, and so... Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Charlie. And so that reminds me to uh, give you all uh, who may not want to go to the website. The website is the really real deal uh, dot com. You just click on the donate uh, page. But if you want to send in an old fashioned check through the mail, uh, you make your check out to the First Amendment Inc. The First Amendment Inc. And the address 8659 Staples Mill Road. 8659 Staples Mill Road, 23228. 23228. Thank you. See you next week, folks. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station.